In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, I give you thanks and praise for your graces. As you to guide us always in our faith, help us to be your disciples and your followers, and to live freely in your graces. Amen. A common theme that I would oftentimes talk with, especially families, usually parents, is, is the fear that a lot of families have, the fear a lot of parents have, of like raising children in the world today, even like, especially young families. It's a common, like I'm very encouraging of big families, and sometimes the pushback will be like, well, Father, I, the world is crazy. How could you bring kids into this world? There's so much drugs and so much addictions and social media is so negative against the world around us. You know, think about schools, right? Whether you're in like, like little school or high school or in, in college, there's just this like left-leaning anti-Christian like mode to the majority of what the education system has in the secular world around us for multiple reasons. A lot of times when we watch television, it ends up being the news for on our phones. We end up watching or listening to or reading articles that tend to be very unchristian minded Whether you're right-leaning or left-leaning is irrelevant. It's not usually the most positive of things in the world. So there can be kind of this massive, massive discouragement. I think of something as extreme as like the gender confusion amongst the modern day. It's like an issue that like our grandparents, my grandparents never even thought of. And it's an issue that we're, we're like fighting, right? You're trying to send your kids out into the world and there's like a gender confusion, something that should be as, as basic as it comes. And it causes lots of problems, lots of inks, lots of stress and anxiety in, in the world around us. But in general, if you were to sum it all up, in general, we live in kind of like a non-Christian world anymore. You know, for generations and centuries, really, especially in the West, there was this idea that we lived in like a Christian world, like Christendom, if you so will, at the world, like in big cathedrals, if you go to like Europe and stuff, even in the States, the middle of the city would be a cathedral, be a church. And that's what we would do in the middle of the city. We'd gather in the plaza, we would worship God. The world around us would be more, more or less Christian. The whole community would fast during Lent. The whole community would celebrate during Easter and Christmas. It's not that way anymore. You can go to a random restaurant on a Friday of Lent and the majority of people are eating meat. A small symbol, a small inkling that, you know, we don't really live in a Christian world anymore. So the options, the temptations are to think of, the, think of that in the world so negatively and to have like one extreme reaction like, oh my goodness, I'm not bringing kids into this world. The world is crazy. The world is so unchristian. Or the opposite of like, I'm going to move out into the middle of nowhere. I'm going to get a cave in the mountains and raise my children with no television and no running water and electricity. Neither of which are... Our reality. The majority of the reality is you have your lives, you have your homes, you have your small communities, and this parish is itself, itself a community. So when we pray with, with, with what Christ is saying in the gospel about being the good shepherd, about guiding and protecting, protecting and defending his flock, by protecting and defending his sheep, there isn't this thing saying like, well, in the year 2022, the world's going to be crazy, so I'm going to lead you guys and protect you. He knows very well that the world is always like the sinful world, like the demonic world, the anger, the world around us is almost constantly trying to like attack us and get us away from following Jesus. It's the nature of the world. He himself is saying that the wolf will come. People will try to go over the walls and steal the sheep and they're going to try to scatter the sheep. That's what they do. It's what the world around us, that is the very job of the evil one is to destroy Christianity and therefore to destroy Christian families or destroy Christian, the community itself. And they're trying. 
And he's kind of good at it. So in the modern world, we have to just acknowledge we do not live in a Christian society. So what do we do? How do we like, protect them? If we have the mentality, really the, the spirituality of, of Jesus, of what it means to be the good shepherd, that in your homes, your home is a sheepfold. Your home, you have an obligation to protect and to defend what comes in and out of that, home, that house. Your home can be a holy place that your children and yourselves can grow in holiness. You have to protect and defend how things come in and out of that house. What you watch on television, what you allow on the house, social media, what you allow your daughters to wear. These are part of the Christian world. And the temptation is, is for you to go, like, and as you drive home, and you're stuck in our parking lot for 10 minutes, as you try to get home, and you're like, did you hear what Abuna said? You kids in the back, you can't be on that social media thing. You kids need to be better. That's the temptation of our hearts. In reality, we're all broken. We're all trying. We're all journeying with God. We're all journeying with Jesus to try to grow in our discipleship. It has to be all of us. But we cannot, we cannot pretend that the world will magically raise your children faithfully. For example, a huge example of this is the amount of, you know, a lot of Chaldeans, not the majority, but a lot of Chaldeans will send their kids to Catholic schools. Who here went to a Catholic school or is in a Catholic school? All right, people, never participate in Muhammad. It's very frustrating. I did. I went to Catholic education my whole life. And I would say, what, half of my classmates are either atheists or nominal Catholics or whatever, super left-leaning in the ways of, like, non-Christian thinking. Easy half. Why? Because it was like, I'm going to spend X amount of money, magically send my children out to this school, and they're going to, just by the grace of God and fairy dust, are going to learn the ways of Jesus, but come home to their sheepfold, come home to the place that should be protected and defended from, it's not a Christian household. Right? Think of how challenging it is to get all of you woken up on a Sunday morning, ready, in the car at quarter to ten, drive here and come to Mass. It's a challenge to wake your family up and say, we're going to Jesus, we're going to Mass. But you're here, and you're doing 85% of the job, showing up to God, showing up to Mass. And you can get discouraged by the, the sinfulness of the world, discouraged by the non-Christianity, in reality, the, the anti-Christianity of the world around us, but just have the mentality of a shepherd in your home to protect and to defend. And Joshua gives us really great words today of protection. Joshua says, To take good care to observe the commandments and the law which Moses the servant the Lord commanded you, to love the Lord your God and to walk in all his ways, and to keep his commandments and to cling to him and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. And you can be a Christian person and make your home into a Christian home to protect it. Even for me, I take my fatherhood very serious. Right? I'm the pastor of your souls. I have a responsibility for this church for the X amount of years to protect and defend it as your shepherd. I take it serious. Because even more so as the world kind of around us becomes more and more unchristian, more and more anti-Christian, we have to create Christian communities that will come together, that will protect each other, that will defend each other, that will become our own faith, that we can be sheep that go out into our work, into our jobs, into your careers, into your schools, and you have to live your life, but then you come back to what protects you. You come back to what is comfortable, you come back to support and to love as you journey on this path of sainthood, as you journey to be a disciple of Jesus. It's challenging. And this parish is part of that. 
Think of what we have here. Monday's men's group, Tuesday's junior high girls, Wednesday high school kids, Thursday junior high boys, Friday fish fry. The fish fry is part of building a Christian community because we have to feed you. And we get together and we walk to stations of the cross and we follow the blood of Jesus and the falling of Jesus and the death of Jesus. We pray together, then we share a meal. Then we go to our homes. That's part of it. Saturday catechism, Saturday communion, confessions offered every Thursday, every Saturday, every Sunday, built on the sacraments, all day adoration on Thursday. Then we come and we worship Jesus. This is part of what we do. The servers, the choir, the parish council. These are not accidental things. We're a community. We're a small little society within a bigger society that doesn't like us, that hates us, that thinks we're bigots, that thinks we're judgmental. And what do we do? Get frustrated? Get anxious? Absolutely not. We live in our community, not in a bubble. We live in our community. We're supported by fellow Christian faithful who want to follow Jesus. We're strengthened. We're encouraged. And then we go out in the world. And we're led by the Good Shepherd. We're led by Jesus. So really pray with that. Don't get frustrated with the world around you. I'm not frustrated. Jesus isn't frustrated. It's acknowledging a reality. But respond. I respond very intentionally. My home will be a holy home. My home will be a Christian home. I will defend and protect my home, what comes in my house, and how my children and my, myself leave my house. And as your priest, I take your salvation very serious. I will protect this church, this parish, this community will be a place of faith, a place where we can encourage each other to follow Jesus, encourage each other to come, always go back to the heart of Jesus and to walk this journey of faith together. Amen.